All right, welcome to another Ember Weekend. I am Jonathan Jackson. And I'm Chase McCarthy. And we are here to talk about some newsy things. Well, actually, this week, not so many newsy things, right? Uh, more just uh, pain and headache and fast food and, uh, no. and fun times and no debugging. Uh, yeah, so uh, we're going to talk a little bit about some cool things, and uh, I am excited. Um, we are broadcasting here uh, in Jacksonville. I think this might be the last time we're going to be co-located here in the Hatchbracket office, isn't that right? Yeah, I'm going to probably end up starting recording uh, remotely next week. Man. Yeah, the uh, missed view. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. So uh, anyways, let's, uh, let's get to the show, uh, talk about all the cool stuff, and uh, we'll go from there. All right, so the first thing is uh, some work that uh, John did last week on um, kind of fixing our, our fast boot. Um, if you haven't had a chance to look at it, um, Ember Weekend is uh, running fast boot on Heroku. Uh, the only issue is that um, there are some double requests and things happening where the back end um, serves the page like fast boot is supposed to, um, but then doesn't, uh, you know, kind of the front end isn't aware of the fact that it already has that data, so it goes out and fetches it again. Um, and there's kind of a little bit of a pop on the page. Yeah, and it's not just that, actually. We we have, uh, I mean, that that's definitely, like, obviously the, the, the main thing. But there's some optimizations that we didn't take, like uh, like the episodes index. We're doing a request for that on the production site, um, which gets all of the episodes, uh, just so we can pop the last one off to tell the player what to play on the bottom. And there's a few things like that that I also fixed. Um but but in in that particular instance, when you go to the show page, you're actually making four XHR requests for information to render that page, uh, instead of one, which is all we really require. Uh, so there there's a lot of work to be done. Um, I've known about this for a long time. I actually talked to Miguel Madeira at um, Wicked Good Ember about all this. I think he was working on Fastboot at the time, and um, there was a lot of uh, a lot of things that I knew I wanted to do, uh, but I just hadn't had time to allocate to it. Uh, and we were already on the LTS and everything was stable and it's like, okay, well, let's not mess with it unless I, until I have time to actually devote to it. So what were the, uh, four requests that were happening? Uh, so, so node would make a request for the episodes mm. to know what, how to display the player. And then it would also make a request to get the actual episode itself. Uh, and then it's going to send that to the browser and then the browser is going to paint that. And then once Ember loads, it's going to trigger a loading state. Uh, it triggers a spinner, which actually was in the wrong location, really, unfortunately. Uh, it, would, it would show a spinner, and then once the uh, once the spinner was loading, it would actually go and run the model hook, which runs the episode uh, request again to show what you know the data the, the player needed, and then again to get the actual episode uh, details. So four four total XHR requests, and that's not including all of the interop between the the um, like the, the the actual browser making asset requests. So. It's kind of it was kind of like uh, a lot. Like we got that down uh, on the on the staging branch. I got that down to uh, just one request for the episode show, which means it's considerably faster, uh, and it's pretty neat. Uh, yeah, because the reason behind that is that we were kind of doing something weird, and that when you loaded the show page of the episode, you were seeing the most recent page. But if you go to the show page, you probably want to see the player already showing the episode you're looking at. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And then I mean, it, it actually it actually kind of interesting. So so like on the about page and. Uh, which which just shows some bio information of you and I and the blog post pages. Uh, both of those need to actually do make that request to episodes because uh, we really probably just need to add on the back end a uh, a most recent call so we can say hey go give me the most recent episode and like that would be that would be really nice and that would cut out a lot of this uh, extra chatter. But yeah, definitely that's kind of a weird one because we we already know we're uh, we we already have some kind of like 
you know, to-do lists of like things to do, like implement filter and stuff. Right. But the, uh, the most recent one, that's like, that's kind of a, you know, there's no, there's nothing really that I, there's no way I can think of, uh, that like JSON API would, um, you know, facilitate that. That's just going to be like a one-off, like uh, query param. Yeah. I think, I think maybe we, maybe like we could do something like, uh, give them to me, uh, sorted by date, which they already are in anyway. And they say limit it to one and, oh, then, yeah, and that, that would work. give you yeah. the most recent. Yeah. Nice. Nice. You're problem solving on air, man. I like it. Nailed it. Right. Nailed it. Uh, yeah. So, uh, okay. So basically let's talk about some of the stuff that I had to do to do it. First off, I had to upgrade, uh, Ember, uh, to, uh, 2.8 from 2.4, uh, which was really, really simple. And then I pushed to 2.9, uh, when I realized that, uh, um, 2.9 didn't include glimmer. So there was really no reason not to go all the way to 2.9. Uh, I will be pulling glimmer in next. That is my goal to push onto the 2.10, uh, beta branch for glimmer but I wanted to take one one step at a time so I didn't get bogged down in how things are going to work. Um, but yeah, so we're going to use the show page to talk about, uh, which is the one that had the four requests, uh, and two of which we could totally remove and one of which we removed by uh, just um, using, like modifying kind of like the actual user experience. What we ended up using is Fastboot uh, facilitates this by using something called Shoebox. And uh, I've subsequently found out that there is a much easier and simpler way for us to uh, to do this, but I did it kind of uh, using the primitives around Shoebox, uh, kind of like what their uh, README shows, where I actually used the models, uh, or the, the routes model hooks to uh, interact with the Shoebox and serialize and deserialize all the information I need. Um, so let's give a, a 10,000 foot view of what Shoebox is. Uh, Fastboot runs in Node uh, and it has your entire application uh, booted and running so that it can actually render the string directly to uh, the browser. Uh, like your actual completed HTML. This is great for things like SEO. Uh, it does a lot of really cool things. Uh, during that process, it has to do XHR requests and stuff like that. Uh, when it does XHR requests and you do this on the back end, there's no way to communicate it forward. So Fastboot, Fastboot facilitates that by giving you a shoebox, which allows you to write data um, in script tags, uh, JSON data that you, you serialize to the DOM. And then once your browser actually snaps in and, and JavaScript starts taking over, you can read from the DOM. So it's kind of like a way to like, you know, was it bootstrap your, your application? I think probably where they got the term shoe, shoebox, if I was just guessing. Right. Yeah. Fast boot, uh, boot, oh, boot, I didn't even bootstrapping, shoebox. Yeah, yeah. It all has to do yeah. with boots, I guess. All boots, all, all boots all the way down. Um, anyways, so, so what we had to do was uh, when, so there's like three different states uh, that you can kind of get into. Uh, that we know of. So one is uh, the the obvious uh, user requests something and we're in node land. So our, we're in node, we don't have access to certain things, but we have most of the stuff we need. Uh, and this is all for the model hook. Uh, so the, the node the node land has to do the actual request to the, to the actual backend. So that didn't have to change a whole lot. It was basically like query record with a filter. Uh, so we're in, we're in uh, fast boot land in node uh, and we make the request. And then once that request resolves, we use a promise chain. Uh, once that request resolves, we use Shoebox and we uh, serialize the episode. Uh, and I'll talk about some of the problems I have with serialization. Don't let me forget that, Chase. That's that was a, that was a kind of a pain. <laughs> yeah. And we we serialize that to Shoebox, and then and then we're done. Then we make sure we return the episode at the very end, and um, it just works. So now we have all that information in the page. So the page continues on. We've returned to the episode, so everything renders, and you get the the fast boot screen with. The fully the fully rendered HTML uh, already there, 
Uh, and then JavaScript takes over after you know an indeterminate amount of time, however long it takes to download everything. And then there's a snap where everything's substituted for the original con or for the for the the JavaScript content. So it basically re-renders everything. It uh, does a re-render, and then the model hooks are fired again. So this time, um, since we're in the model hook again, but we're in the browser, this is the second state. Uh, now we're in the browser, and we want to read from Shoebox. So I deserialized everything from Shoebox. Uh, and I pushed it into Ember data and then I just, uh, synchronously return a peak record because I know for a fact at this point that, uh, Shoebox, uh, correctly, uh, gave me all the information I need. So I, there's no reason for me to go, uh, looking for other things. Uh, but there's one, uh, third state that happens later. Uh, this third state is what happens when the record gets stale or, and this doesn't happen very often for us, or if we go away and then we come back, or if we start in the episode index there's there's a there's a few different ways you can get this and trigger this state but it's basically the second time you try to hit that model hook um you you don't want to do the shoebox again you want to do a a new request uh, and that's basically like old behavior so the default behavior is to go and query a record in this third state uh, when you are not the first time of referencing the shoebox you want to uh, you know, fetch a new model. Wow. Yeah. That's a lot. Yeah. Yeah. So that, that took me quite a, quite a while to kind of wrap my head around, uh, just knowing when things happen and, and the failure states are always in very strange places where you click away and you click over here and you click back and you're like, wait a second, why do I only have one episode on the index? Well, it's because when you go back and the store is defined, it's like, okay, well, I'm just gonna return the episode, but I came in from the show. So it doesn't have all the episodes. It only has one. Um, so there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of edge cases that you have to kind of keep in mind when you're when you're working with this, uh, and that is when I uh, I went into the fast food channel and I uh, I was like hey how do I do all this stuff and um, this seems this seems really kind of crazy like I'm I'm having to write a lot of really ugly code to make this work the way I want it to, and of course Robert comes in and says hey have you checked out Ember Data Fast Food. Uh, which uh, is some, it's just a much better abstraction. Uh, so that's what that's where we we were at this morning. Uh, Chase and I started working on incorpor incorporating that. Yeah. So um, Ember Fastboot does. Oh, what, what do we call it now? So Ember Data Fastboot. Um, yeah, we've we've been we've been making that mistake all morning. All I keep, morning. I keep calling it Ember Data Fastboot Shoebox or Ember Shoebox. Shoebox yeah, Fastboot yeah. You want Ember. Shoebox in the name, but yeah, it's not there. Yeah, it's not there. Um. So yeah. So uh, Ember Data Fastboot. Um, what it does is it kind of uh, assumes some things about your app. One, that you're using Ember Data, also assumes that you're using JSON API, and that the thing that's going to be in Shoebox uh, is you know a JSON API structure that can shove into a, uh, a what's it, the JSON API adapter. Um, so so with all those assumptions, um, it should just kind of work out of the box. Um, it does still do requests that we found, um, and and that's mostly because of the way we're doing uh, our query record. Um, we kind of overrode it to use slugs instead of using filter on the back end. So we're kind of have to work on that to remove that query. Um, but other than that, it's a, it's a, a much higher level abstraction. You know, it's, it's it eliminates all the need to kind of behave differently in your, in each one of your routes or have to know what route maybe you started in and that you have some data for one, you know, the show route, but you don't have the data for the index. It kind of, it's kind of a set it and forget it. You, you read from shoebox once, throw an Ember data and be done with it. Um, there's, there's a little bit more complication in the fact that, uh, you know, Ember data, when you do a find all, uh, will return everything it has, and then that's a live array. It also then go do a query. And when that gets resolved, it will update whatever got rendered if there's new content. Um, and we know when we get it back from Shoebox that it like just got loaded a second ago. 
So there's no need to do this. But right now, using this technique, there's no real way to prevent that. And there's a couple different strategies for uh, that are being talked about of how to prevent that. Yeah, yeah. And that's a, that's an issue that we're talking about. There's there's a, a, a proposal that Edward Faulkner put in an issue on uh, on Ember Life Fast Boot um, that basically will promisify the interaction between shoebox. So you can ostensibly memoize things, which will make the way that they're doing it in uh, Ember Data Fastboot, which is the shoebox uh, add-on, and and it'll make that a lot easier. Uh, and there's also discussion around how uh, you would think that once you retrieve something, it might delete that from the shoebox store, or you might be able to delete it yourself from a shoebox store. Um, but there there's some there's some things. Uh, Chase and I are still trying to wrestle with how we think. Uh, like basically our feelings on that issue. I think we kind of differ a little bit, but um, I really like this abstraction a lot better. Just like Everything uh, that's in the store, just put that into shoebox, and then uh, on the br- there's actually two um, there's two instance initializers, one that happens in the browser and one that happens in Fastboot, which is really really cool that that's possible, and uh, it just serializes and deserializes everything for you, and uh, assuming everything's right, just works. Uh, and I think shoebox is the right primitive, so I'm excited to see how it uh, how it how it shakes out. Um, I I did notice that. And I posted some of this to my personal Twitter account, not the Ember Weekend uh, account, some of the performance increases. But when I did this, I was able to shave off, uh, like, on average, at least one and a half seconds to the load. And uh, the time to first load was uh, considerably faster. So I, I've, I've, been, I've been pleasantly surprised with all that. There's a lot of really good optimizations that can be made here. Yeah. One of the things we also realized as we were kind of debugging this is that um, something to do with Heroku running Elixir um, on a, on the front, like on a development machine, uh, Elixir responds in like 17 milliseconds, um, but on Heroku it takes like 400 milliseconds, and so uh, we're gonna have to figure out a way to get that. I mean, that's a big, that's actually a big chunk now of uh, of the of the size of the of the fetch. Yeah, I would say I would say that uh, in my in my limited debugging that I've done so far, because I, I did this right before we went to that conference. Uh, in my limited experience, it, it, it's probably the bulk of the of the time that we're waiting is actually on API calls, um, and they should be they should be considerably faster. I think some of it's the serializer, and I think some of it's the fact that we could really easily put a caching layer in between um, the router, the the Heroku router, and um, the API. Yeah, so I, like we could just use CloudFront. Yeah, something. Yeah, and basically, like if you requested this in the last, you know, however long, because our data doesn't go stale very quickly, um, just return it from a CDN. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So um, anyways, uh, that's kind of our endeavor into Shoebox. We have it on staging right now. We'll link to that. Um, I'm hesitant to put it onto production until uh, we've incorporated uh, Ember Data Fastboot. So yeah, I mean, look forward, look forward to that. Check it out. Tell, let us know what you think about, um, about uh, this. Uh, and if you have any thoughts on Fastboot, um, reach out to us. That would be really cool to have a discussion started. I think there's a lot of really cool stuff happening in the Fastboot space. And I've been pleasantly surprised to see that there are a lot of answers to questions that I had a few months back uh, already. So it's really cool to see the ecosystem push everything forward. Yeah, definitely. So yeah, reach out and let us know on Twitter. And that's all we have for today's episode. Uh, everything was fast boot apparently. So yeah, um, it's all fast boot all the time, man. Yeah, that's what's going on. Uh, so as, as always, you can reach out to us on Twitter if you have any questions or any feedback. Um, we definitely like getting feedback from people. We were uh, just this weekend. Uh, um, someone came up and gave us some really great feedback about, uh, training and that was, you know, amazing. So I, you know, it definitely helps us. Um, so, uh, that's, uh, Ember weekend, all one word on Twitter, uh, or you can reach out to us individually. I'm uh, code for fun on Twitter and, uh, John's Rondale SC 
Uh, yeah, underscore SC. Is that South Carolina? It's, it's not. It's not. It's embarrassing. It's not. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So um. Yeah. So definitely reach out to us. Yeah. Absolutely. And uh. Yeah. We'll be back. Uh, we'll be back next week with episode, uh, eighty. And I think this is something that came up when we were when we were talking at the conference this past week, uh, a few times. And people were wondering, since you're moving out to Austin, if we're going to continue doing Ember Weekend. And the answer is absolutely yes. Um, we're going to start doing remote recordings, and uh, I don't really foresee uh, much change as far as the format is concerned anytime soon. So we might we might actually start getting episodes out on time. Yeah, yeah, maybe. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. It's the naming of the episode, man. Always naming. Yeah, no, naming, no, naming, no promises naming. though. Oh man, is that? Are you naming the episode right now? Is it called No Promises? <laughs> Whatever. Yeah, always promises. <laughs> always promises. Anyways, we'll be back next week. Thanks for listening. Yeah. Uh, more mumbling. More more banter. 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 All right. We'll see you next week.